Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Michael Laurent. It is Tuesday, December 14th. Oh my God. In this episode, you get a penalty. You get a penalty. You get a penalty. <laughs> and conspiracy theories abound in the Champions League. I have a new extra man crush. His initials are CG. But first, Mike. Are Spurs ever going to play another game this season? The COVID crisis, crisis, crisis is hitting the Premier League again. We've got canceled games. What are you feeling on Spurs? You're getting better in the table without playing. Yeah, we are. It's funny. We've got games in hand and we're feeling awesome about it. We're starting to get our respiratory activity back, which is good. Uh, the reports I've heard say that Spurs are uh, going to be among the 99.9% of people who have not died from this virus, which is nice. And uh, we're going to continue on playing, I think, what might be a week in Leicester side. Look, say what you will about the fact that, yes, they were ill, so they didn't exactly get uh, to rest per se, but these are not miles that we're putting on these legs, right? So in some way, I still like to think that we'll be, we'll be fresh for not just Thursday, but Saturday, the games are coming thick and fast, right? And this is the, this is where you kind of separate the men from the boys. But one interesting note on Spurs, as we talked about last time that they were going to forfeit their last conference league game, which would, we still don't know the the incompetent UEFA still doesn't know what to do. Right. And so there's a lot of incompetent UEFA going on, and that's going to be a theme among this yeah, episode. But, but the, the latest news that the UEFA Conference League draw included a supposedly eliminated Tottenham Hotspur in it. Uh-huh. And everybody's kind of like, but, but, but I thought we were, hold on a second. You said we weren't going to because of the thing and with the stuff and the forfeit. Well, hold on. What actually <laughs> is happening is last Thursday, Tottenham's game with uh, Ren was canceled, which meant they were going to likely result. They, they were unable to reschedule it for before the deadline, which I believe is New Year's. I don't remember. Who knows? And again, games are coming every three days. So it's, it's very difficult for Spurs to be able to get another game in. Um, but they were unable to agree on a time. So because Tottenham were the inspiration for the postponement, shall we say, um, they were going to uh, have to forfeit. They were going to be suffered uh, a 3 nothing loss, which would mean that they would drop to third and Vitesse would take the second spot in the group. Um, again, most Spurs fans, myself included, were psyched about the idea uh, that we wouldn't have to play in the NIT's NIT anymore and uh, we would be able to focus com- completely on the league schedule. Well, enter UEFA. What's effectively happening is they haven't ruled yet. They're supposed to. This is you can't make this shit up. They're supposed to rule that it's oh, a three nil, three nil forfeit and Spurs are out. And in the event that that happens, Vitesse will take that spot. What they're doing right now is they're having their accounting team figure out how many people in London might watch this game and whether the TV ratings will be affected if they yeah. lose Tottenham, which in the Premier League are a not a power i won't insult them but to the rest of europe they're a top percent big deal they're a big deal right it yeah. counts to have spurs Look, uh as you're looking <laughs> at this 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 draw oh, God. marseille is a big deal psv eindhoven leicester city celtic that's it right like, by the way by the way by the way Rendon rogers with the classic quote when he found out he was going to this he was like 
I don't even know what that tournament is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> nor, does, nor does anybody, Brendan. Nobody uh, knows and, what's going on. And they're making it up as they go. So it's they unlikely that Tottenham will face Rapid Wien, Wien, Wiener, uh, somewhere in Austria. It's possible that they will still. I actually think the Von Trapps own that team. That's yes, that's correct. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well done. That's a good one. Well, uh, well it's, it's, it's Nazi adjacent. It's Nazi adjacent. Well, that's a Raj and Davo throwback too. I like I like that. That was a nice job. <laughs> Shout out to the Men and Blazers one time. Uh, wait, um, wait a minute. There you My go. Mug. There's your Men and Blazers mug. Well done. I had a blue one, but I we are it. great friends of the pod and former BlazerCon attendees back the, in the day. The one that they did. Yeah, the one they did where they were like, "Oh, this is really expensive. People don't want to do this again." Yeah, yeah. that one. Um, but can yeah, I, so, can so I go let's, through my let's, scores? Yeah, go through the scores and then we'll dovetail into the other okay. inefficiency okay. we have had this week. It seems the kids are into this rapid scores in the order that they were played. Manchester City one, Wolves nil. City never have the dominance that they expect. They'll never be Anfield, and that's why Liverpool are the best team in the world. But they get a penalty on an armpit handball against Moutinho. And a red card. The red the red card was stupid. But it was. It was dumb on on Jimenez. He think he 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 got a yellow in a slew of yellows, and then stopped the free kick from happening. The red happened. City were going to win this game anyway. They dominated, even though City looked weak. They had twenty five shots and ten on target. So they get the narrative that they can't finish. They completely batter Wolves. Uh, Chelsea three leads two hard done leads. Leeds had the draw oh. in the bag. Chelsea get two bullshit penalties. Narrative continues. Two more goals given up by Chelsea. Where's the defense? I know. It's in the pocket of N'Golo Conte, where it always is. Uh, Mm -hmm. Arsenal three, Southampton nil. Southampton are the weirdest team in the league. They can appear to be incredible and then appear to be the worst defense in the league. Arsenal have a really good goal where they build off of a back. 16 passes right into the net. Southampton didn't lay a hand on them. Very, very weird goals. Liverpool huff and puff and blow Aston Villa's doors in. Ah. The, uh, um, Gerard does get the hero's welcome. Uh, Tyrone Mings with his obligatory penalty and mistake. And then the, what? What? I didn't do anything. Uh, uh, Ings feels like he could have had a penalty. Gerard was salty about not getting the draw. I think Villa were good for the draw. They hung on. But Liverpool at Anfield are nearly back to unbeatable. I fucking hate it. Norwich, nil. Manchester United, one. United, we're back to Oli-ish United. Norwich, we're good. Should have won this game. At least good for the draw. Ronaldo draws and takes the penalty because it's a penalty. He's mm-hmm. taking it. Has anyone noticed that uh, Bruno Fernandes has no goals now that he doesn't take penalties? I did. Uh, some fantasy owners of his certainly have. I'll tell you that fucking We're going to talk fantasy when I get to Crystal Palace. Uh, on go. Sunday... Leicester City four, Newcastle United nil. I didn't even watch this. I just know that Newcastle are falling apart. They're mm. gonna go down. Uh, I don't think um, all the money I don't in the think world can save you now. All that much. I like that Daka is playing. I like that Telemans is back. I don't know if Telemans was injured, but I hadn't heard his name for a while. He was. So and and he's comfortably the most underrated player in the league. Uh, he had a great year. Great yeah. year last year. Yeah. And it kind of got swept under the rug. And everybody is so fast. I don't mean to interrupt the whole scores thing. <laughs> so fast to talk about Vardy. So fast to talk about Barnes. Including it's always us. these holding midfielders. We were talking about it with Conte. Yes. These yes. guys that but don't do things, but do but things. He's he's having and, and last year too, a Gundogan Gundogan-ish year. 
Yeah. Both last yeah. year and this year. Anyway, sorry. Uh, in a battle of claret and blue and a total of point one point three goals, expected goals. Nil nil, West Ham Burnley. That's a barn burner. Uh West Ham dropping points slowly mm-hmm. but surely mm-hmm. getting pulled away. They are now one point ahead of United and eight and six points. Wait, wait, hold on. I can't do the math. Eight points behind Chelsea. The top three are indeed the top three. I didn't watch that game. And then, of course, oh, my Lord and Savior, fucking Connor Gallagher, completely boss and destroys Everton. 3-1 to the Palace. Oh, we support the Palace, Palace, Palace. I love Connor Gallagher. He's my new um, uh, Jack Grealish. And I would trade Jack Grealish for Connor Gallagher right now. <laughs> I, I, I love him. I want him to be my mother's son's uncle's brother that I can hang out with. He's as handsome, as fierce, as strong. He actually might be better for City then Grealish, because Grealish likes to stand on the ball, and Gallagher just gets rid of it and goes running and goes kick someone in the he fucking face like a all fucking day. He I want to love first... Connor Gallagher. I want to love him so bad. But he's Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. I remember okay. he's part of the Chelsea army, and by the way, he eviscerated us. He loves Chelsea. Us. He's Chelsea all the way. <laughs> yeah, he eviscerated us uh, like he did Everton because he hates Tottenham because he's Chelsea. So I have problems with, with with my ability to enjoy objectively, that's really what my problem comes down to. Conor Gallagher fucking rules, and I don't like him. <laughs> uh, secretly, Will Hughes was the guy who actually made it all work. He sat beneath the the two. Uh, he sat beneath and did all the running, so Gallagher can get up yeah, and down and not get tired. Terrified. Not to get tired. You need the legs to let these guys do good stuff. But I'm in love with Conor Gallagher. He's secretly, along with Mo Salah, winning me the fantasy league that we're in. That hey, hey, hey. was You're scores. In You're in second place. All right. Even That's though okay. you beat up, you beat me. You beat me three weeks ago because I was at the Michigan Ohio State game and I didn't set my lineup and I, I lost. Don't know my what's going points. on on our team? You know what? I don't care because Michigan beat Ohio State. Cucarello, Cucarello, Cucucu. Whatever the fuck his name is, that long-haired guy from, from Brighton. I think I'm, he's in at left back. Half of our descents is from Brighton. Brighton hasn't played in 14 days. Yeah, They're in the lineup. I don't know what's yeah, happening yeah. to them. Mendy's been terrible. He's still our goalkeeper. So, uh, Chari, are you listening? Will you get back to work, you fucking coolie Indian? Get it done. <laughs> That's for those uninitiated. Uh, we have like a Steinbrenner-Cashman uh, dynamic here. Where <laughs> Laurent's the asshole owner of the team and our good friend of the pod, Chari, um, Does the our work. former coworker and good friend, uh, he's basically the man on the ground running the team. When right, but I do, make some, year, I do make some signings. I do review do. the championship and, Connor Gallagher and find good was, players. Connor Gallagher was one of them, and he won yeah. you the game this week. However, it is important to say that when they won the championship last year, I sent Chari the money to decide how much he was giving Laurent, not vice versa. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> okay, that was the scores rundown. <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, so let's get back to UEFA's ineptitudes. No, but there's Um, but wait, there's more. It wasn't just the fucking weird Spurs thing that you went two minutes too long on. It was also the Champions League. That's what I'm getting to, which was a fucking disaster. Oh god! I wake up this morning and I get some text messages from friends, basically saying they fucked up the Champions League draw. They have to do it again. And I went, "Isn't it televised live?" They're like, "Yes, yeah." So, oh, God. I mean, talk about must-see TV. Oh, Holy God. shit. So, well, But here's the thing. Let's, well, let's set the stage, though, right? If there is a sport that thinks there's more conspiracy theories, it's, I guess, the NBA with the balls and the frozen ball and the Ewing 
like people in the NBA think the refs are out to destroy their team. I in think fairness, more than any other. There sport. was a time where they actually were. They actually did have one ref that did it. But soccer is way over the top beyond basketball. Like yes. people think literally that this whole weekend was rigged because four, the th- big three teams all won their games on penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when United win, it's because they get penalties. When Liverpool win, it's because they get penalties. When Chelsea win, it's because they get penalties. And by the way, if you look at the data, the number one team uh, in penalties receives is Leeds. So mm, uh, not so much. Uh, it's actually not true that these teams get extra penalties. It's just historical thing. It just, it just, it just, it but it giant. feels that way. It feels no, that way because attacking teams get penalties right. because but, uh, they're but attacking. Speaking, um, over the course of this season, because of the new rule changes, penalties have been way, way, way down. Way down. Right? Yeah. That, that, so, that stopped. That kind of, they, they're back to rebounding? normal. Yeah. yeah. Well, nonetheless, it's still on average relative to the last yes. three years, right? Yes. yes. Um, Especially, and, and, the, and like you said, though, the, the no reason fans why, year, the, the, the kickoff year was really weird. They called that. Yeah, well, right. But the, the reason why is because packing teams have the ball. They're in and around the danger area. They're making, you know, yes. different plays and they're, they're making, taking risks. They're frankly, they're putting themselves in position to get lucky. Unless you're Raheem Sterling when you don't get called. <laughs> I mean, that's real. conspiracy. Take your take your hat off. Take your tinfoil hat off. No, they, um, they he really doesn't get calls. It's real. I promise you. All right, all right. But he uh so 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 all of this basically they go through how much did they get through? Like two thirds of it before they, they went through a lot of it. Like they had like, the oh, no, there was a full up. draw. Right, and someone right, went, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. How come Atleti and and United weren't so they literally they they take all the balls, they put them in the appropriate places because there are rules around which teams can play which. You can't play someone from your group, you can't play someone from your own country, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, in the round of 16. That goes away after this round. So you can only get certain teams in your bowl, basically. And they're picking them out, and someone figures out that United doesn't have Atleti in their bowl or something like that. And so because they did the whole draw and everything was already picked and not in the right bowls, they then have to redo the whole thing. So, of course, the draws come out. There's teams playing teams. Everyone's ready. Like, ooh, ah, because this is – I think there's a a little – another step to take back. These draws are part – there's very little actual content that goes on in soccer. Like, one of the things that's so starved about it is there's really no – coverage right yeah. so these draws like the fa cup draw is famous because it decides where you're gonna go on a trip mm-hmm. so t- you might have actually watched it and started looking for tickets i was gonna say not only <laughs> tickets but like flights hotels it's yeah, not all just of it. the teams it, yeah the teams don't have to worry about it because they have private charters and they have hotels and whatever right but for but fans, i can they tell gotta you i can ready. tell you firsthand yeah. at, i've woken up at 5 a.m eastern that it was the year that spurs went to the final and, and we drew city and I was thinking about going to that city game. I ended up not, but nonetheless, I was like, I started looking up flights at six o'clock in the morning, immediately after the draw. Yeah, right. It could, so, it could, it, it does affect things. Like, sure. it's one of the things that I think. So let's take another step back. It's one of the things that, on the one hand, makes soccer really interesting and exciting. It's also, on the other hand, like, are you? This is a billion dollar industry. You don't have a schedule. You don't know right. where you're playing. Right. What the right. fuck right. are you doing? Yeah. Right? Like you could plan it out a little bit better. Like NFL playoffs, at least they kind of know who's going to be in. They have seeds. It's locked. You're like, you're going to play this person or this person, right? Like 
They don't do yeah. that. It's fucking random. Yeah. <laughs> right. And at least you can make contingency plans. Right. Sure. So, sure, sure. you know, ultimately, you know, they have no brackets. They don't do it all planned out. Basically, the only thing they know is where the final's going to be. And they fucking move that thing half the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, COVID moved things. But, you know, Baku. And they put them in like, who gives you the biggest brown bag of cash is where the Champions League final is. Like, it's in St. Petersburg this year. That's Stalingrad, folks. <laughs> no, it's Leningrad. Call it by its proper name. It's, it's Leningrad. It's Leningrad. Leningrad. But, uh, you know, that's not really a cosmopolitan city. Not lovely. Why, why is it there? Yeah. Well, where was it last year when, when you guys played Chelsea? It was something, something ridiculous. It was in Porto because it was – they were COVID. It was COVID open. Oh, I thought it was – wasn't it originally planned for like Turkey or some shit? Yeah, but Turkey was just like – they had as many cats as they had COVID, like because well, it's known for COVID. Well, let's cats. be clear: before it was known for COVID, it was known for cats. civil war. Oh, that that problem too. So, <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, yeah, but Istanbul's famous, right? It has Chris. It has it has Istanbul's Milan. famous because of Liverpool, for fuck's sake. And, all right. And, oh, and Leeds fans getting knifed. Yeah, not other... a great track record for Istanbul, <laughs> right? Like. Like all right, the Super Bowl rotates every year, right? Between yeah, but Pasadena, they know like ten years in advance. <laughs> yes, but if it went from Pasadena and Jerry World in Dallas and Miami and uh, Meadowlands a few years ago, that in, was a mistake. Jersey, they'll never do that again. They'll never do that again. But and then they were like, "We're going to go to Lincoln, Nebraska." What the fuck are you doing? No, you're not. You're not taking the Super no, Bowl. No, it would be Lincoln. like if they did it at the Big House because just they have a big stadium. Yeah, but at least Ann Arbor is nice. Like it's yeah. it's not, and and it can handle that amount of people. Yeah. It's taking these these smallish, crazy war torn cities. The crazy one is the Baku one, right? Hey, we're gonna play the Oakland A's converted football stadium, and uh, we're gonna have the Super Bowl there. What the fuck are you talking about? That's no, the shit. It would, that you it would be us. more like if they had it at like Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> What are you doing? Hey, guys, leave this island and uh, you're going to get robbed. They should just have it at Wembley all the time. Anyway, that's my English-centric thing. So basically, UEFA's draw is all fucked up. Uh, They do solve it, but it does get the tinfoil hat teams on. And it does make for lots of funny stuff. Does get everyone thinking their conspiracy theories. Folks, you're giving these people too many credit. Oh, yeah. They're morons. They're idiots. They fuck up everything that they do. We just explained why. (laughs) There's – they're just reckless with this industry, right? I think that's the the great the best word to use. It's not a sport yeah. so much as it's a worldwide conglomerate, right? Uh, and dummies. Do you just ha- yeah? You've got like you've got uh, Hunter Biden running this shit. Just hey, where's Basically, the where's yes. the UEFA? Where's the that, it was his laptop that was picking the balls. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fucking like nothing disaster. of the government, but that guy is a fucking moron, right? So yeah, like he's, he's, a mor- he's like, in charge. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 you know, it's it's Roger Clinton, it's Jeb Bush, and it's fucking Hunter <laughs> Biden. Like these are the people running UEFA. I mean, they how about the Which Kennedy? This- Which Kennedy is involved? Whatever. The one who's the anti-vaxxer, the son Joe, Joe Jr. There you go. Fucking weirdos. Anyway, so they're they're incompetent. But we do have draws for the round of 16. Now, this is where coming in second makes a difference. 
PSG draws Real Madrid. City draws Sporting. It's not to disrespect these teams, but when you finish top of your group, it makes a difference, right? Liverpool get Inter, who barely hung on. Bayern in an all Anschluss uh, game, Bayern versus Red Bull Salzburg, they're bringing them back together. You know, it's like 1938 all over again. Um, <laughs> Chelsea get Lille. I, uh, twice. I, twice. I, they I, got them in oh, both They got them twice, right. They got them both time. That's kind of fun. Lille, Jonathan David of Canada. Shout out to the Canada soccer. He's going to score a goal and beat Chelsea. Uh, Juve get Villarreal. I'm not sure that Juve is better than Villarreal, but that's a good one. And then yeah. the blood the blood death hole of Atletico Madrid versus Man United. This is not who Man United needed. <laughs> They're not going to be able to break Atleti down uh, um, unless, no, no, unless Ragnick can shake, change it. The beautiful one, though, is Ajax get a good draw in Benfica, not to disparage the Portuguese teams, but and they did get two through, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. But Ajax have been secretly top of the group, led the in goal difference. Sebastian Halaire, formerly of West Ham, set the record for goals in a group stage. So they might get through. We've got we've got the royalty here. You'd expect you'd expect Real to beat PSG, frankly. Uh City to beat Sporting. Bayern Thank you. PSG is dysfunctional, and I'm not saying that they're, of course, but they show up, uh, they don't crumble until two more rounds in the Champions League, right? They have not played well for months. But that's, okay, and so here's the difference, because we talked about it with United before we we started recording. It is, um, what the hell day is it? December 14th, when you're listening to this. Yes. These games will not happen until middle of February. And within that three months, you've got not just time to heal from injuries. You by that unless you're in England, have, you have time. You have wrong. You have time to get hurt as well, so that's fair. But you have uh, time to to really get yourself out of whatever rut you're in currently. And there's a whole transfer window between here and there. Mm. So I'm really not as bullish on Real. And that's mm. not to say maybe they go out. They've won and, ten in a row. But again, the, okay, that talk to me in February. I'm not all that yeah, concerned. I mean, I, I had an argument on Twitter with these folks that are like, look at Modric and Benzema. I'm like, it's the worst league in the world Yeah. right now, La Liga. Sorry, it is. this is an actual fact. I don't know how this translates to quality. It is the lowest scoring league in the world with the oldest average age and the least shots created league. I don't know if that says anything about quality, but it does say maybe it's slow and yeah. good for old players. <laughs> and, and and I think PSG's again a dysfunctional runaway train, but they can put it together. Oh, on a day, that. on a day, they can Absolutely. beat anybody. Sure. I mean, and and I I I just I can't bet against a team with Mbappe. Neymar and and Messi in it. Messi, uh, by a, the way, right now I think like that. I'm not even being funny. Games. I think Messi probably has like real depression. Like he's not doing well. Then you know what will help him? Seeing the Real Madrid crest for old time's sake. Maybe you know? that might drive him. I think yeah. the I think the Barca thing, you know, I it this year oh, it I mean we, we can we can go into our shout outs for everybody, but I have one thing. This year has shown me that Ronaldo he's not better as a player, I don't think. I haven't I don't think skill wise, but mentality wise Oh, Ronaldo's the Ronaldo's the 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 yeah. beast. Ronaldo's the I don't lose guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
tell us about our friends so, yeah. that we are a part of. So uh, as you all know, we are uh, proud members of the Chop Sports uh, Podcast Network run by uh, Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci, awesome dudes. They're really putting a good band together. Um, everybody's growing. We're growing. They're growing. Uh, as a network, we just hit 50K downloads, which is really, really awesome. The network is less than a year old. I think it's actually only like six or seven months. So really exciting stuff. We've got like seven or eight shows. We are, as we always say, the football wing. Um, but we're really excited for them, and we're uh, for, and we're excited to be a part of it. So yeah. uh, psyched for everybody. We're moving and shaking. We're, we can tell. We see you. We know that there's some new guys here. Welcome. We're Choppers, so happy to have you guys chop, around. Um, and and, and it is, it's really been fun to sort of see our program grow along with the network, but also along with our partners at FanHub. Um, mm -hmm. Laurent actually is is yep. uh, found these guys, and uh, it's a really interesting app that is obviously specific uh, mostly to the to the UK. And we 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 know we see you guys. So thanks for listening. What I'll say is one thing: if you have if you have gotten this far, um, join our Facebook group. It's Squeaky Bum Time Podcast on Facebook. Open to anybody to join. And why would you do that? Because literally daily there is an onslaught of conversation about the Premier League, about Champions League, about who's coming up for which games, which games we think you should lose money on uh, in our shitty gambling segment, which you haven't yeah. done lately. We uh, will. So Maybe we'll make it a Patreon and you have to pay a dollar. <laughs> tell us. God, imagine, imagine paying for bad betting advice. Anyway. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's the best part of the show. But so that's that's we're really excited to welcome you guys into not just the squeaky bum time family, but the chop sports family. It's been a lot yeah. of fun being a part of it as well. And 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 it's really an inviting and welcoming group of guys and, and gals, if you will. Um, so do yourself a favor. If you enjoy the show, we love you. Thank you so much. But do uh, join us on Facebook, Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. You'll see it. It's the group. Uh, and uh, we'll see you in there. Yeah. And I'd like, again, to shout out to Russ from uh, FanHub who put us on. I hope that Stockport County is doing really well. I loved how grumpy he was. It made me, I was like, this is an English person who loves his team and hates big teams. Uh, <laughs> I love that about the English and I love all the stuff that goes on and stories about guys from Plymouth Argyle traveling 21 hours to go see Sunderland play. Go look at a map. That shit's far. <laughs> Yeah, and they go. They send a thousand fans. I mean, it's just an incredible culture, and we're happy to be a part of that culture because Definitely. that's really where Squeaky Bum Time comes from. The name comes from British culture. the The love of football comes from my attachment to British culture. Mike just is along for my ride, but I'm. Deep <laughs> <laughs> I would be doing this without him. He would be doing something else without. I'd me. be face down in a drain pool somewhere. <laughs> Um, and, but no, anyway, and we're, we're excited to be growing and there's more on the horizon. We've yeah. got a big 2022 coming. We can't yeah. exactly, uh, tell you everything yet, but we will shortly. I promise, uh, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. uh, thank you again for being along for the ride. That's enough plugs and, and, and FaceTime and all that stuff. But again, we just want to make sure that as the year sort of kind of comes to an end, uh, we make sure that you guys know that we, we enjoy doing this. We look at each other for two hours, three hours a week and we laugh, God, but it's so because cool. of you guys thinking we're mildly entertaining that we keep doing it. So yeah. thank you all so much. We love you all very much. Um, but let's talk about something we didn't love, which this was week's last, match, last <laughs> week's games. It was just a it was, snooze fest. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty dire. It was pretty it was, dire. But we told you it would be, we said, yeah. this is hopefully the worst match week of the year. Yeah. And hopefully it was. Yeah. But, <laughs> But I the mean, good news yeah, is I, that I, we we roll on. Or yeah. do you want to keep going in? Yeah, no, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about City 
just to use the word, I was listening to some podcasts and just they found the right word and it's city are just robotic. It just is the same and goes and goes and goes. It's incredible. It's amazing. Wolves have the, one of the best defenses in the league. They weren't giving up shit. Connor Cody. I love him. I love his fucking scouse craziness of being in the middle of that Portuguese team. And then of course, what do we say? Englishness in the premier Mm -hmm. league. You need Englishness. Mm -hmm. And he gives them that. And, uh, you know, this was How long a game. Were they down a man, like forty five, uh, at least forty five minutes. Yeah, it was it was pretty long. I mean, I could probably just I could probably look it up really quickly. But, but yeah, I mean, they, somewhere in the Jimenez first, got a red card late first half, I believe, or early yeah, second in thirty six seconds from when he got <laughs> right. Yeah, right at the half. Yes, we got and the so, yellow on forty one, got the red on forty on forty five plus two. Right, right, and, at the half. and yeah, I mean, this is. Um, you know, this is a good fight from a good Wolves team. And I was I was sad to see them not get a point out of that. I thought they absolutely deserved at least one for that for that effort. But it, it reminded me a lot of um, Chelsea early on at Anfield, uh, down a man and just fighting like all hell. And they ended up yeah. getting the they draw. Get, they did get their draw. Um, but but on a penalty, it wasn't to that be for the Wolves. Well. Um, that was the one where Jorginho missed? No, no, no yes, I don't know. I think so. Anyway. So, but I mean, the thing is, is like the narrative will say that <clears throat> that uh, Wolves are incredible. City had nine shots on target and Jack Grealish missed a fucking sitter. And I mean, mm-hmm. open goal shoots it over the bar. He yeah. needs those really bad. I, I mean, City huffed and puffed and they couldn't break through. But 23 shots, nine on target. That's plenty 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 to deserve the win so city get their win that they deserve uh let me tell you the one moment in this game is raheem sterling stepping up to take the penalty holy shit if there is a moment of of heart and mouth like what are you doing you terrible (laughs) but he's on form and he did it he 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 takes the softest shots i've ever seen they never seem like they're gonna go in every time he shoots it feels like i'm shooting uh, clearly he cannot get power behind his shots. It's that little kipper arm that he has. I think he has it on his foot. He, does, he has a little yeah. kipper foot that I think <laughs> Not like a <laughs> doesn't really Nemo work. Character or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, city go through, that's fine. Uh, the less talked about that game, the better, just one of those games. Then Leeds Chelsea. Is that a five goal thriller? Chelsea they get two was. penalties on oh, Rudiger right. fucking shithousing to the yeah. point that I'm ready to have the debate whether the penalty box should be fucking round and not a rectangle because the corners of the penalty box are bullshit, Yeah. right? If you're in that top corner and you're facing away from goal and someone knocks you over, that's not a fucking penalty. Right. You should not be because the XG of that spot is like 0.1. Look, there's, there's, there's one very simple rule change that sort of already exists. Was he denied a goal scoring opportunity? Yeah, that's objective though. Okay, but we know it's not objective in Sorry, the corner of the box. Uh, right, but thank you. You know what's not subjective? I followed you right down that path. Um, what's not subjective is like you said, if you're just sitting there and you're in the literal postage stamp corner of the box and you just fall, or if somebody fouls you, that's not a goal scoring opportunity. Yeah, that's a direct it, it free kick be, in a dangerous position. It could be position. a free kick, it could be well, yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. 
Or you could even, I don't even care. Let it be a throw in where you could throw it in the goal. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness. We or just lost everybody. This? We just maybe, lost everybody from Fan Hub. That's blessed. No, no, I know. But maybe, maybe it's something more absurd. Maybe you can have the penalty, but it's from 18 yards. Like it's from the top of the oh, of the box. Like actually you're like further away, you gotta shoot it from further away. I like that. That would be that would be a little crazy. You might not get them. You might be like, you know what? I'm not going to take this penalty. <laughs> we'll take the ball. <laughs> no, because that would create so many set plays, or it should. Yeah. Uh, to have like know. a guy like run off. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't These matter. Stupid but they nonsense do get the two goals. They happen. do get the two goals. The Rafinha one is a little bit harsh. He comes in, he sort of slides and gets the ball. It was a, it was a striker's tackle. But what the hell was he doing? And then the other one is, you know, Rudiger is a beast, a man who smashed. Kevin De Bruyne's face with his look. He didn't even hit him. He just looked mm-hmm. at his fucking eye socket and it got smashed into pieces. And he goes down like a sack of potatoes. Like, I get it. I understand. But it's Rudiger in the corner. What are you doing? What is he going to do from there? What yeah. is he going to do? Yeah. It's the end of the game. And Pen- and and Chelsea literally get the win at the, at the death. I mean, at the 95th minute. And Leeds are just so hard done. They're injured. Banford's out again. Calvin Phillips is out again. They just can't get a break. Maybe Bielsa runs them too hard. Hmm. Well, maybe Bielsa runs them too hard and doesn't, you know, it, they're basically Tottenham in disguise at this point, right? Like they run out of pro- gas. They run out of gas and they don't have any other people. They right. It's don't. late. It's late Pochettino. Yes. Uh, it's late Pochettino. And, and, uh, and it's it's a direct correlation to Bielsa because Pochettino is a fucking <laughs> disciple of him. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the know big boys goes, are getting like... penalties. So City get a penalty. Everyone gets a penalty. Chelsea get two. Liverpool get one on Steven Gerrard's return to Anfield. He gets the cheer. Steven Gerrard, God, he's, he's fucking charismatic. That's what mm-hmm. it is. That's the word, right? Like yeah. he's on the sidelines. You're like, I, what do you, let's, I'm okay. Let's do this. <laughs> and, and I think his, team are playing like they have a charismatic leader yeah right it's sort of i mean klopp has that too like i i, I watch klopp on the sideline I'm like, okay wh- where are we what are we doing i'm going let's do it <laughs> no charismatic isn't the word i would use for klopp klopp is more like whimsical and like oh but crazy listen you know how i i always judge things by by lisa lisa sees klopp she's like oh what's he up to i'm like mm-hmm. i got you mm-hmm. she yeah, sees but- pep he's like oh he's He's a little intense, isn't he? He's I'm an like, asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's a little intense. <laughs> well, so, all right. The way that I would look at it is, is like... And Gerard, but Gerard, what cool. I'm saying is, Gerard's got the thing. Right? He's cool. He's got yes. It. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. just saying, I don't think Klopp and him, and it's not an insult. It's not the it's same. Different. It's different. Yeah. Yes, they're, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Gerard's got his team playing hard. I mean, they hung on. They were in trouble. To be fair, like I said... <laughs> Liverpool are the best eleven in the, in Europe at least. Absolutely, uh, we'll see how they do uh, later on. But Salah gets his draws his penalty. <sighs> it's fucking annoying. I have to say that since Fabinho and Thiago have been in the midfield, yeah, Liverpool don't give up shit. <laughs> yeah, they're looking solid. Yeah, exactly. They're so. super solid. And you're not. What I've noticed is they're not. You're not able to isolate Alexander Arnold on the fence. Which is the way to beat Liverpool. It's to get over to him quickly. So you've that through ball's got to get through that midfield because yeah. usually Fabinho's there to cut it out because they know. 
And they and I think I think Alexander Arnold knows, but the but, amount yeah. of good ball he delivers, you're just like, you are fucking incredible. <laughs> well, so let's let's stop right there because yeah. that's exactly where it is. The idea is not go down the right and beat him down the right. It is to bring the ball from the middle of the park over basically put it into space behind him and let your wingers go get it, right? So that he's back there and not up here. <laughs> well, sure. But the problem with that is that there's basically a brick wall in between where that that more or less fucking highway was last year, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where the main difference with Tiago and Fabinho really yeah, comes they just in stopped, really they stopped, they, they're, they're preventing things from happening. It's, uh, it's yes. And in preventing they're realistically, they're in the headspace of the opponent because yeah. they're, they're trying it less as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so it's a combination of, yes, they've been stopping those balls going by, but also at this point, it's like, uh, find a new way, you know? Yeah. So, so, and that's kind of the game plan originally has been, like you said, this is how, this is the way to at least keep Liverpool honest. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily beat the shit out of them. Keep them honest. This is their their weak link, as we always say. And we kind of he's incredible, but also a weak link, right? Exactly. No, no, no. he's in. He ha, he is a literal defensive Achilles heel, and I don't think anybody's running that. Yeah, he is as good offensively as he is a liability defensively, right? Yeah, yeah and so for sure. you go okay, cool, come on in. It's almost as if you sucker him in, and then you just basically run right out, run right by him. Yeah. But now there's okay, well, how do we beat Liverpool? And everybody sort of looks around and goes, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and while you're saying, oh, shit, the midfield, the, the middle of the park is taking the ball, and while you're basically caught with your pants down, they're passing it out to G Diego Jota, to Mane, and most okay. importantly, to Mohamed Salah, who is, yeah. for my money, the most dangerous yeah, man in the world right he's, now. He's incredible. Yeah. So he gets the penalty that makes – now, to be fair, like Villa would have been lucky to get anything. They had no shots on target. But they had one penalty shout. It was a little bit of a sloppy ball. Ings into Allison. Allison is not where he should be. He takes Ings down. I think this is one of those where if Ings goes nuts, he gets the call. But he kind of yeah. just goes, oh, I guess I fell down. Like, what are you doing? You, you <laughs> just pretend he bit you. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, but I liked, I liked that Gerard was pissed off. I like Gerard as a manager. I think I I secretly not secretly I just like Gerard. I don't know. There's something good about him. There's something about the fact that when he was late in his career, he came on as a sub against uh, <laughs> against United one game and he got a red in 90 seconds. I fucking love that about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like we said, he's cool. He has it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I think I, I think I want to see him succeed at Villa, but I want to yeah. see him have sustained success at Villa. Yeah, he need. I think two, if he does two years, he'll be. He'll be good. It's one year is not enough. It's got to be at least two. It depends on the amount of success. It really does. And it also depends on when Liverpool is ready for him, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It depends on how long Klopp is interested in doing this. Um, he I don't relaxed. think – He got rid of his glasses. Right, right. It's really I don't think. I don't back. think that that's imminent. I think that's on – uh, like a year ago, maybe a year and a half, it was on the. It was way back in the mind of every Liverpool Liverpool fan. But now, having seen Gerard managing in Anfield against them, the, it's a lot the, closer to the top of mind. So the, the big one, um, though, is like, yeah. I'm curious how the next two years go for Liverpool as far as the manager's perspective the, is. The coach that has to live in post Van Dyke, post Salah, that's going to be tough. Those are not well, replaceable players. 
No, no, no. I didn't. I, I, I would never say that they necessarily no, but you know what I mean? like, are. If, if, if I'm Klopp, I'm like, oh, you guys are going. I'll go with you. I'm let's go. Here, yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Oh, um, we're going. Other party's over. Yeah, let's go wow, to the other party. The time. Holy shit! It got late. Gotta go. Gotta go. I would gotta say go. um, <laughs> it's going to be a lot down to Fenway Sports Group. By the way, new uh, owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, to, oh, they did. Yeah, they did buy them. Um, but it's going to be bad? really down it's to first bad later on. This is the <laughs> difference. And by the way, as soon as Crosby and Malkin leave, that's your Van Dyke and and Salah. <laughs> Uh, which is coming soon as well. But um, my my thinking is, how do you, do you – they've already tried to start with guys like Diego Jota, right? So, um, no, you're not going to get another Mo Salah. No, you're not going to get another Virgil van Dijk. But you can get close-ish if you keep the rest of that squad pretty close together. Um, they got lucky. What do you mean? With both of those signings? Well, van Dijk, they played a lot. They didn't pay that much. For, they didn't know Salah was going to be. No, there. they got him for Fiorentina for like $20 million. <laughs> Yeah. No, they, in fact, yeah. I would say. No, and, it was Roma. Is, it was Roma. It was Roma. Are you sure? Yeah. I Roma. thought it was Fiorentina. But anyway. He was at, He went from Chelsea to Fiorentina to Roma. I was close because he beat. You know, I said Fiorentina. He beat Spurs in the Europa League one year. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it's very similar to, to Sonny. Uh, Sonny was an $18 million signing and look at him now. Um, obviously having different seasons, but last year you could have had the exact opposite argument about Sonny being a world beater and Salah being pretty good, but on, not on his level. Right. So I think, you know, it's makes. funny that it's not the right age, but I think Sonny and Liverpool could do what, what he does, but from the other side, he's as good sometimes. Oh, you mean like if, if you put like Sonny if you, in if, the team? Yeah. Instead of Salah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would agree. I, I think that, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold is special and does a lot of things. Right, that exactly. We don't, and it's, yeah, it's that not we to take don't anything away from Salah. Yeah, the, the, it's just a good team. It's just an amazing team. Yeah. And Salah is now on 14 and 9, which is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Um, uh, anyway, the I, I, I could stop talking about him. <laughs> well, I was going to say, let's dovetail into uh, this coming week's games because, as I said, we're going to be playing. We're going to have like a day and a half off every week can I, for can the I, next two to three weeks. I don't weeks. I don't need to talk about United. They got a penalty to win. But can They're I not even play? No, oh, but I'm mean... saying I'm saying in terms of last yesterday's game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. Ragnarok revolution, whatever. Nor nor it should have got a draw. I just I need a moment. Yeah, take your his, Con- you guys can't see this. His pants are not on by the it's, way. It's right uh, it's Connor Gallagher time. Yeah. He wears twenty three like Don Manningly, a man I loved. And he's a new man that I love. He's 21. He's handsome. He wears a headband. His hair is sort of scraggly. I'm not sure he's, if it's uh, dyed. It's not quite dyed. But who, who's the shithead from Norwich who he's like, he looks like, but he's way Cantwell. Better. Cantwell's a bitch. Todd Cantwell, Cantwell can't yeah. fucking hold yeah. that dude. Cantwell is, is, is in transition. He's not in close. He's not a man. Connor Gallagher's a man. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I was going to keep. Know. Accidentally just, insulting Connor Gallagher just to watch you freak he's out. Just an amazing, amazing player who, when you watch and really pay attention, he's running constantly, trying to get in another space, trying to get on the ball. And he gets on the ball, gets goals. He's got a very his favorite player is Frank Lampard. I heard because I read about it. It's in Wikipedia, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, 
And he's very Frank Lampard-esque in that he is a midfielder who can who's as comfortable coming showing for the ball from the defense as being in the box as an extra man uh, along with the strikers. So he's just an incredible player. The the Selhurst Park fans, if there's a stadium that comes through on television as a place uh, to go, it is Selhurst Park. I'm sure it's Park. in the deepest ghetto of hell. Uh, but it's also AFC Richmond's ground, the dog pound, uh, from uh, <laughs> Ted Lasso. So it's it's known on television more and more as the home of, of Richmond. Probably more people have watched Ted Lasso than have watched I bet you that's Alabama. probably why they are filming there, because it has such good – it's known for such good acoustics. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> he won them the game. And the final goal in the last minute after running all day on a steal, on a fuck-up from Seamus Coleman, a secret – another guy I love, but that Everton team is – in the unwatchable pile of yeah. death. Uh, another one for the dinosaurs, Rafa. Can we can we trade him for Eddie Howe? I'm going to make that. I'm going to will that into existence. Oh my That's what needs to happen. Eddie Howe to Everton. Rafa to Newcastle. Does, does Rafa save Newcastle? Rafa would save Newcastle. And a, Eddie Howe yeah. would unlock Everton while they hmm. give up lots and lots and lots of goals. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the less said about Brentford, the better, but they get a win. Thank God. Uh, and bueno gets the win. No Tony in that game. So no, Brian and bueno is turning it around. That was the Friday game. Uh, so we, the less we talk about that game as well, but we're just happy about it because now Brentford are in the top 10 where they belong. They're on 16 games with 20 points. You know what that means? They're well on their way to 40. Oh yeah. No, they'll be okay. They're not going down. They'll be okay. Um, yeah. Um, with you said sixteen points. I didn't. I have the table up. But sixteen games. I have 20, twenty points. Yeah, twenty points. They're That's literally huge. doubling up the relegation zone. They'll be yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and I don't think that that's the bar for them anyway. But let's switch gears because we've got some time left here. But um, yeah. let's run through what's going to happen starting today. Uh, it's <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, Saturday, Sunday. So, uh, like I said. Get ready to be unproductive at work. Get ready to enjoy pretty much more European football than you can handle in the next three weeks. Not possible. Uh, I can always handle it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm firmly in the I've had enough category. But I haven't had to um, get frustrated about Spurs in like almost Yeah, they're doing well, not playing. It's amazing. Spurs are undefeated. (laughs) Uh, so it's been great, but, uh, yeah. so they look like they will be back in action against Leicester, which I think is going to be one of the big games of the week. Uh, uh Leicester coming Thursday. up at 4-0 against, against, uh, Newcastle Spurs going to the King power where generally this game does have a lot of goals in it. So I would <laughs> well, hit the over. Here's um, the thing. Leicester are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Yeah. They are falling apart. I've called it here. I will say it again. It's Schmeichel. Schmeichel's mm-hmm. shitty. <laughs> yeah. Here you are. Kane gets off the mark. Spurs win 2 0. Off the Schneid. Spurs, I'm sorry, Leicester are a bottom five defensive team. They're yeah. there with Everton, Watford, 
uh, Newcastle. They're in the bottom. They are now. We off. think we think Spurs will be healthy enough to play this game. I think, as I said in the open, um, but we'll see. That's still to be determined. That's the Thursday game. There's time between here and then. Hopefully, everybody's feeling well enough to do that. Um, one game that has been canceled, unfortunately, already is today's Brentford United game. Sounds like uh, the you know Juan is going through the United camp, and that's not great. So we you wish everybody what, well there. United are fucking lucky. That would have been Tuesday night in Brentford, in Brentford. bouncing. They yeah. would have. Brentford would have come and punched them in the fucking mouth. So, <laughs> especially coming Tony, off a great game on Friday. If Tony was able to play, I would agree with you. If not, then he's a big miss. I mean, you can get past Watford without him, but I don't think you can really hold a candle to United right now. United's defense is not good. They barely, yeah, but, they barely hung on because De Gea saved their ass. But in Buemo. And so much as he won the game this weekend, oh, he'll hit the post. Three he'll times. hit everything but the back of the net. So, uh, Tony is is so important to that team's success long term. And I don't I know this could be a uh, a win for Brentford down the line because you know they're still going to play United at home and they're probably still going to have a night game. So um, that's something. If they're going to reschedule it, they'll probably reschedule it in like February in midweek Ooh. during an FA Cup week when they're both out or some shit, and then right, they'll get their night right. game. Maybe on the day of the League Cup final or something weird like that. Yeah. Norwich Aston Villa is only has narrative because Dean Smith is playing Aston Villa. I would expect Aston Villa to win that game, but weird shit happens. And then the game that is a is tasty, uh, City versus Leeds. Mm. Last season, Leeds took four points off of City. Yeah. So scary stuff for City. Well, but the, the way City are playing right now, they should at home blow the complete doors off of Leeds. Well, you but said it it'll already, be a right? finishing like, problem. No Calvin Phillips, no Bamford. Um, yeah, that's, I'm that's not, not, I'm not feeling really good about what Leeds has right now. Right. So, I mean, in so much as if they had their full 11, yeah, it'd be a great game to watch, but this should be city to the races. Um, Again, so we'll see. if city score in the fifth, first 15 minutes, you can bank them for three. If yeah. they don't, they'll win one, nothing. Yep. That's fair. That's uh, but enough about are. them. Let's talk about the, the game that you're really excited about this week. Which one? Brighton versus Wolves. Why would I be excited about that? Well, because you love Brighton, and I think that Wolves are going to give them a hell of a run right now. I'm more um, interested in Arsenal, West Ham, London well, Derbies, baby. We'll get there in a second, but I think that I think that Wolves are smarting over uh, that the the shitty turn of events. Armpit handball. You know, armpit handball and the red card, right? So they're not going to have Jimenez, which is a big miss. Um, he is a bit boring. But yeah, I mean, he. Yeah, I, I mean, if he's feeling well enough to kick out something, then maybe he's feeling well enough to head a ball once in a while. But um, yeah, my I, friend, I, my, friend Neil, my friend Neil Mope and his wool and his and his wipes, he's gonna his go wipes. after. He's gonna go after wolves. <laughs> he loves oh a dog. God. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's talk about the London Derby. Uh, uh, West Ham Wolves. West Ham are better. Oh. I mean, sorry, no, West, West Ham, Ham Arsenal. Arsenal. West Ham Arsenal, yeah. West Ham are better. Oh, Arsenal de- are inconsistent. Definitely. I see this as a classic game where Arsenal. This is another measuring stick game. Every time Arsenal have played someone in the top of the league, like City or Liverpool or Chelsea, they get the doors blown off yeah, them. Boat raced. This will be another test, uh, and United, to, for that matter. This will be another moment where. Is Arsenal's playing as good as West Ham's grafting? And can Arsenal take a real punch? 
they have historically not been able to take a punch. They've been able to take punches within their own realm of things like a Crystal Palace punch or a Brighton punch. But can they take a West Ham David Moyes Glasgow kiss punch? Uh, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes uh, for them. I mean, West Ham are struggling a little bit. Lots of injuries. Mikel um, Antonio hasn't scored in a while. He scored six goals, I think, in the first five games, and hasn't scored since. The depth is being is now being tested. Uh, they've no Ikebana. They'll have to figure out ways to manufacture and get their defense going. But I like West Ham in this game. If they're going to stay in that top four spot, they've got to beat. Arsenal. Uh, if not, they're going to slide even further. And Arsenal will actually jump them. Uh, it could be that this is the last weekend with uh, West Ham in the top four if if Manchester United win. We went through United's schedule. Remember, United don't play a team outside of the, of the bottom 10 currently until March 5th. Yeah. That's how good a run United yeah, are. So, I mean, they they yeah. can go undefeated. They're going to surpass West Ham. It's a question of when, not if, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, and it, it could be this weekend. You could find West Ham in all the way in sixth. You could find them all the way in seventh yeah. by the end of Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, they would be in seventh behind Spurs or sorry, they'd probably be still beyond Spurs um, on goal difference, but Spurs having two games in hand on them. So tied yeah. for, for seventh place. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, and then be, we do have, we do have the, we do have the transfer window opening. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to will this into existence. Anthony Martial is going to go to Brighton oh. or Lindegaard. Lindegaard, maybe will go to Brighton. I'm just looking for one of these you just classy, want one finisher. classy finishers to, to really be a tag team partner for, for Mope. <laughs> In what regard? <laughs> you know what? You would he bring the wipes as well? Up. Would he, would, would he have up. to bring his own wipes, or is he going to share wipes? Uh, this he's a real bareback. He just uses newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't think, That's I don't, it. I don't think he's come out of that. I'm gonna, just going to go to it. That was the Squeaky Bump Time podcast. With Mike Slerner and LeRon Cortines, we are the football wing of the Chopsport Network, and we record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe and get your newspaper delivered wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. (laughs) And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show so that we can have more people listen to the show and get inside jokes like Neil Mopé's sexual exploits, newspapers, and window wipes.